across the Atlantic. Clearly, if I was to do it, I needed someone who knew what they were doing. Like the rest of the UK, I was aware of the prowess of Messrs Redgrave, Foster, Pinsent and Cracknell, but I had no idea which of them I'd most like to spend six weeks alone at sea with. The first part of my evening at the awards had been taken up with committing myself wholeheartedly to the drinks that were being liberally distributed, and I'm fairly certain that the alcohol on offer contributed to my later decision to approach James. I certainly haven't done anything like it before or since. I had no idea that he had, in fact, absorbed my invitation and was considering it as I left him to continue making inroads into ITV's alcohol budget for 2004. After I persuaded Ben's agent I wasn't a stalker, she agreed to forward an email to him. Having thought it over for quite some time, I told her that I was interested in doing the race and asked if I could meet up with him to have a chat about it. Ben is incredibly competitive and driven by a fierce desire to succeed. Just look at what he's achieved since coming off the castaway island. Sure, he'd gained the initial benefit of being on Britain's first reality show, but he'd done well to make himself a long-term career from it. I never saw him on the show as I was in and out of the country preparing for the Sydney Games. He didn't see any of the Sydney Olympics, as he was stuck on an island. That pretty much sums up how much we knew about each other when we agreed to enter the race. We spoke about the financial cost. Once the race fee, boat, equipment, food and communications had been paid for, it was going to cost about £70,000, a huge amount of money to find in such a short time. We stood a better chance of getting sponsorship than most, but it would still take work to secure it and we were leaving it very, very late. Participating in the race would mean I wouldn't be talking about past achievements. I'd actually be doing something again, rowing across the Atlantic. I left the meeting telling Ben that I was interested, but that I couldn't justify doing it if we didn't get sponsorship for the race. I had my family commitments, while Ben only had to look after his dog, Inca the Labrador, the one luxury item he was allowed to take with him on Castaway. I made sure he knew that it was one luxury item that wouldn't be allowed on the boat. About a month after the party, a You Have Mail message appeared on my desktop. It was from James Cracknell. I was nervous about seeing him, and I remember thinking he looked a lot larger than I'd remembered him being at the party. James came straight to the point. He explained he had a son and a wife to support, and that he couldn't just leave them for a jolly but that he was taking a sabbatical from rowing and was essentially free during the race dates from late November 2005 to January 2006. In short, he was now very much interested. The problem was that James had recently announced that he was taking a year out from rowing, and he didn't want to confuse issues by revealing his intention to row across the Atlantic, so we agreed to keep it quiet. But the fact that we couldn't announce James's decision put me in a difficult position. I had already begun conversations with sponsors and knew that, quite reasonably, they were reluctant to commit without knowing who the second rower was to be. We still had over a year to plan the expedition and we arranged to meet again the following year. In January 2005, Woodvale Events, the organisation that runs the Atlantic Rowing Race, were showing at the Daily Telegraph Travel and Adventure Show at Olympia.
They would have a boat with them, as well as an assortment of ex-ocean rowers. And it seemed the perfect opportunity to publicly announce our participation in the event. But James still felt it was too early. We agreed a compromise and decided that I would announce my intention to row the Atlantic. That way, we could formally start looking for sponsors, and if that failed, we still had our secret weapon, James. If I could go back in time, there are many aspects of our preparation I would change. And discussing the race in more detail and earlier with my wife Bev would be one of them. I should have explained to her all the safety procedures we would have to go through. And I should have said that the fact that I wanted to go away for six weeks didn't mean that I loved her any less. I think, if I'm honest, I had concerns over people's reaction to me doing the race with a TV presenter. I was worried that it would look like I just wanted to do the race to be on TV. Otherwise, I'd have chosen a better partner to help win the